Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Maria, you were here in Cork just before Christmas of, of 2019 uh, visiting. Uh, what happened? First of all, thank you so much for having me um, on your show. Um, yes, my family and I were visiting Ireland. We actually had a wonderful three days in Dublin. Um, I think we arrived a couple of days before Christmas and spent spent three days in Dublin. It was just beautiful. Um, and then we rented a car to drive around the countryside to visit a family relic, actually. Um, so this was December 26, 2019. So it's mm. the day right after Christmas. And, you know, we were on this beautiful drive, very conscious of staying in the correct lane. And it was pouring rain and we just went around a corner and a distracted driver was in the wrong lane and hit us head on. Now, your seatbelt saved your life, but also it nearly killed you. How did that happen? That's exactly right. So I'm very grateful that we were all wearing seatbelts and we all survived, although um, it was not the case for a time. It was not clear that that was the case for a time that that we were all going to live. So basically, the seatbelt that was designed to stop the forward momentum of a body in a car accident, rather than catching me at my pelvic bones, the seatbelt slid up and caught me in my abdomen. And so what that means is the force of the accident was exerted on my my intestines. And so essentially, we found out that the seatbelt, it had burst my small intestine. And so there was internal bleeding and there and there was gas leaking and, and stomach acid leaking into the rest of my abdomen. This is the belt now that goes across one's lap. Exactly, it's a lap belt. Right, and that had slid up. So the full force mm-hmm. of the impact. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. If you can picture, um, so a lot of car safety tests are done with only male dummies, so they're designed for a male pelvis. Yeah. And you can, if you picture um, how a seatbelt would kind of catch your body, it's made to catch the pelvic bone because, of course, that can withstand that force a lot better. Um, an engineer that I spoke with a few months ago described the seatbelt sliding up and hit, hitting your abdomen as, quote, cutting through like a knife. So right. you can kind of picture what that would feel like. Yeah. Or rather, I can't. I can't imagine the pain <laughs> that you must have been in. Yeah. So it did incredible damage to your, your insides. You had to have very complex surgery, didn't you? 
I did. Yeah, they initially um, didn't think that it was as severe as it was um, because of where we were in, in Cork. Um, the ambulance took a little while to find us, and then it was another hour or so ambulance ride. Um, and my mom at the scene was actually worse injured than I was, um, and so we, we were caring for her. And then I got a feeling um, once we'd been to the hospital a while that something was really wrong with me, but no one was really seeming to take it seriously. And then one nurse took a CT scan and she saw that my intestine had been punctured and was leaking. And so I was rushed into that emergency surgery. Yeah. 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 So thankfully you made a full recovery and everything was okay, but it got you thinking, didn't it? It definitely did. Well, first of all, I'm so grateful for the incredible care that I received at the hospital. Um, my family and I are feel very fortunate that, that, that the people of Ireland treated us with such kindness and compassion and just gave us such incredible care. So we really want to express our gratitude for you all. Um, but it did get me thinking. I mean, there were five people in the in the car accident, mind my, my family and I, um, and my mom and I were the only ones who were severely injured despite sitting in in the back row. You know, the two people in the front of the car, my, my brother and my dad, weren't hurt at all. Right. And you would think that the majority of the force would be on, on the front. Um, but instead, my mom and I were most hurt. And then when I, so when I got home from Ireland, my grandmother had cut out an article from the magazine Consumer Reports. And that article detailed this issue that I now work on of uh, gender-based safety disparities in, in crash testing. And what have you discovered uh, in terms of that, that when they're testing something like a seatbelt, that they use a generic dummy, which is based on the male body? Exactly, yeah. So they test primarily using a male dummy called Hybrid 3 um, that is based on the 50th percentile male body from the 1970s. So he's 5'9 and around, I think, 170 pounds. And so, you know, I'm 5'5, I'm about 110 pounds. That doesn't really look much like me. Um, they use a female dummy sometimes and in the back seats of crash testing. And that dummy is 4'11 and 110 eight pounds additionally she is simply a scaled down male so she does not have any internal morphology of a female born person and so she doesn't have the bone mass bone structure pelvic structure abdomen neck anything that represents women so the seat belt that's in my car that i drove to work in this morning that's built for my body it's it's exactly. not built for my wife's body, my daughter's body, my sister's body. That's that's how they're designed. Definitely. I mean the at least the American government has known about this since the 1980s. Um, and when they first started making cars, you know, that actually made some sense because men were um, the majority of drivers at that time. But now, at least in America, women make up over half of licensed drivers and women make the majority of consumer decisions when buying a car. Right. Now, you work in the Senate, so you have access to not just political thinkers but you've access to research and you've access to facts uh, put you in a, a unique so you've discovered there's a long history of the difference between men's injuries and women's injuries 
Certainly. Um, and another important fact to think about is, you know, if they did, in fact, design cars for the more vulnerable people, it wouldn't just protect women better, it'd protect everyone better. And the cost passed to consumers for making these desi uh, design decisions would be about $1 per car. Really? Mm -hmm. Which is just shocking. Literally, that would save thousands of, of women's lives a year. So where are you now with that? The, the re you've done your research. You, you know what's out there. Your next stop, I suppose, is trying to persuade designers to listen. Is there any sign of that happening? Well, what we're working on right now is just trying to get the government to listen. I mean, I've been working on this and trying to persuade, persuade people for over two years. And it's just kind of been like screaming into the void, honestly. Just no one seems to care. And no matter how many times you you explain that, that all these deaths are completely preventable, people just don't, um, the government just doesn't seem to want to take action. And so at this point, the movement seems to be gaining some momentum, which yeah. is amazing. Um but, you know, until then, we're just fighting tooth and nail every day to get something done. Like whatever we're persuading politicians and governments, have you made any attempt to persuade the motor industry? Have they responded to your research in any way? They, I would say, the auto industry um, is not super inclined to take the word of a 22-year-old college student, yeah. I would say. Um, <laughs> Fair point. If you can imagine why. Um and, you know, increasing regulations is not in their financial interest because they don't want to admit that they have been prioritizing male safety over female in their cars forever, yeah. essentially. And I think they're also, you know, they've been reluctant to implement any any advanced regulations because it will cost them money to remake these cars. Yeah. Um, I, I had a really wonderful interview with Volvo earlier this fall because they use um, virtual female dummies and they have a few physical female dummies and they see in their cars about equivalent injury and death statistics, although they're trying to get to zero deaths. Um, so it's, it's possible and car companies certainly can and should take it on. But mm. I think ultimately my perspective is that it, it should be the government government acting yeah to protect everyone equally well if you look at here in the european union there, there are new regulations coming in all the time and when a regulation is imposed across something like the european union then it must be followed by the manufacturers that would be your hope wouldn't it to get a change just a simple change like you said a dollar a car a simple change in the design of the seat belt Right. And, you know, it's not just a seatbelt. It's it's the airbag. It's, you know, honestly, we don't even know all of the adaptations that can and should be made. Um, I'm part of a research ensemble um, in Wisconsin um, that is testing the impact of, of crashes on the average female body. So like the 50th percentile female body in an attempt to figure out exactly what is going on. Because although the government has been funding um, an advanced female dummy since 2003 they they just won't implement it and so it's like okay i guess we got to do this ourselves now hmm. what do you study by the way i study political science and neuropsychology so the political science side of things <laughs> it I, I guess you know how slowly the wheels of politics turn 
Exactly. I mean, all of my knowledge essentially has come from the classroom. And while that is so helpful and I feel so privileged to have learned from such incredible professors, there is um, there is certainly a learning curve in terms of wow, the bureaucracy definitely takes a long time to work. And they also don't tell you about the financial influence of industries in in the $256 million spent on lobbying last year by the auto industry, yeah. for example. Yeah. I mean, if someone was paying me $256 million, you know, I think most people would certainly consider that. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I understand that. And that has historically been the role that the auto industry has played um, in, you know, as I said, in their reluctance mm. to to advance these federal regulations. It's against their interest. But I think the important thing to remember is that these aren't just numbers. These aren't just policies. These are real women's lives that are being lost um, in a completely preventable way. Maria, how is your health now? I mean, how long did it take you to recover? Did you make a full recovery? I would say I made um, a pretty full recovery. Um, after the surgery, um, I was hospitalized in Ireland for a little while. Um, and then I came home and I had to take a semester off from college because um, I was on medical leave. Um, and it, it definitely took me a couple a couple of months to be able to move the way that um, I'm used to. Yeah. And it, it, def- it made me very grateful to be as able-bodied as I am. Yeah. Yeah. I I am mostly recovered. There's a few funny things like my intestines are a little bit narrower than most people's because of the scar tissue from the surgery. Okay. And so I just have to eat a lot of small meals. <laughs> but all things considered, that is a pretty great way to be. So isn't it just you yeah, I must say you've got a great attitude. I hope that it hasn't put you off returning to Cork at some stage. I would love to return to Cork. We honestly had the most incredible vacation up until the accident and received such a, such wonderful medical care um, that I, you know, I was, I was just saying to my mom the other day, like, we should definitely try to go back to Ireland, maybe in a bus. Other than that. <laughs> Maria, it's great to talk with you and I wish you continued success in your career and who knows, you may be uh, and I hate using the word a vehicle for change. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me and thank you again to all the people who helped us. Thank you. Quartz 96 FM Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.